Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. President of the Pennsylvania Senate coming up at 1.30. They are a major power that affects our lives because they're the one thing in Harrisburg to stop the madness of what's usually going on. We'll talk with her. The uh, Kansas City story, Dan will give us the uh, identity finally. It took forever to put out the uh, alleged identity of the alleged shooter or shooters. But um, when you don't put out the identity, people immediately think, well, somebody there doesn't like the narrative. And if this were somebody that fit the narrative better, we'd hear about it. Awful shooting, of course, The only thing is, most of the Kansas City Chiefs, like Patrick Mahomes, put out, I think, the appropriate uh, language, which was our thoughts and prayers. And one of their wide receivers even said, can you help me with the names of the family offline? I'd like to help them. I'd like to help them financially, whatever they need. That was nice. There were a couple, one offensive tackle, who immediately launched an anti-gun situation. And of course, Uh, Travis Kelsey, who said there need to be more strict gun laws, especially when toddlers are dying. It kind of fits. You know, I'm not going to make the end of the world with Kelsey on this, but it fits what I think he would say, given everything else. The uh, prosecutor named to be the Trump investigator in Fulton County is incredibly damaging. Nathan Wade. Can't recall anything. Uh, One witness testified that Mr. Wade and the DA, Fannie Willis, who's a central figure, started dating each other back in 2019. Not more recently as they had held out. So I would tell you that the Atlanta case is going to be very, very difficult to prosecute against President Trump. We have more on the special prosecutor with the January 6th case. I'll tell you about that today, how he wants to speed everything up even more. And uh, it appears now that that's the case where we're going to have the real showdown if it's before the election with President Trump. 855-839-1210, you get on board. AT&T and Verizon Wireless. All that you have to do is just push pound 1210. Uh, we'll give you that identity here in a moment. I don't think it's out yet, Tom. It's I'm, out. I'm, still, okay. I'm still trying to find it here. Yeah, okay. I uh, I didn't see it myself. I was just double-checking. 
So if they're not putting the identity out, the question is why? I mean, when there's a story like this, an horrific, this is the first time we've seen a shooting quite like this. There have been people firing shots at celebrations, but the day of the Super Bowl parade or something like that, it's pretty rare. And to have over 20 people, a lot of them children, shot is a big story. You know, you'll see some people then launch and say, this is what the country's come to and all that. I, I don't know about that narrative. But when you don't give us the identity of the people that you have in custody, including tackled by that hero who engaged in this, then people start to wonder if they, I've seen several people on Twitter and everywhere else, if this were a MAGA type doing it for some reason like that, they would identify more quickly. Now, I don't know that. But um, the, the, the alleged pictures look like it's a black individual teenager. Um, right. And my only thing could be, uh, is this political or is this person a juvenile? And is that why their identity hasn't been released yet? Well, we should still know the identity, maybe not the photo. And, and you know what, Dan, when it's something this serious, I think you're in agreement. I think most people are. Let's stop it with this juvenile stuff. You know, if you're firing at somebody and 20 people are hit, I don't care if you're 14, 15, or whatever. We ought to know your identity. You're a menace. We've gone way too far with protecting so-called juveniles in this. All right, but uh, DJ just sent me this. I had heard a little snippet this morning, and it's a good thing to revisit. And I'm not even sure where Dan stands on this fully. And I know, if uh, Dan, you weren't working with me then. I can tell you this was an all-timer. One because I felt for Bill Kornfeld. Bill is a proud Penn State guy, right? And here he's got a host <laughs> who was going after <laughs> Penn State second to none. You know how what I do. One of the reasons is I really admired Joe Paterno at one point. And I'll tell you my theory. You probably don't remember. I mean, Penn State had a reputation, their football team, Many years losing one game or zero games, beating the Alabamas of the world, and having concert pianists playing the line. <laughs> or Denny Onkantz, I think he was a biology major, you know, of the highest order. And then all of a sudden, you started to see not. They had a reputation, a lot of drunk driving, a lot of problems. My theory, Dan, Penn State used to play, with the exception of a couple of games a year, a cupcake schedule. Uh, they played Syracuse, teams like, come on, Penn State against them. Then all of a sudden they got into the Big Ten or Big 11, whatever it was called, right? And I can remember there was one particular player that Joe Paterno took a chance on because the guy was all world at linebacker, but was trouble. And I went, uh-oh. And then all of a sudden, Dan, you know, Paterno was older then too. I don't know if he could recruit quite as much or whatever. Well, I'm telling you all this. Because now it's come out that the trustees may be in violation of the state's open meeting laws. Uh, Twelve years after Paterno's firing, now want to name the football after him, football field, in private meetings. I don't know how much more I could be against this type of stuff. And it's, um, it's just apparent... That, uh, well, what the uh, Sandusky affair, what it exposed was the power that Penn State has. The president who was ultimately knocked out. I mean, Dan, do you know what the president of Penn State's Ph.D. was on? No, what was it? Um, 
marriage swapping <laughs> in the Midwest. That's his PhD. Only in the Midwest, though. Only in the Midwest. It was very specific. It's different in the yeah. Northeast. Uh, well, yeah, that's a hell of a doctoral thesis. <laughs> And just the stonewalling, the threats, the power. Do you know how many alumni we have? And I get it with Joe Paterno. Uh, the deification in some levels, you know, because I used to share that kind of feeling about him. But that was long past by then. I saw what was going on. And he did know. And again, <laughs> saying, well, he didn't understand. Just think they would have been heroes if they had exposed Sandusky. Yeah, We wouldn't have said, oh, my God, look at what was going on there. We would have said they did the right thing. That's what you would expect. Good for them. Why did he protect him? Uh, I, you had a theory that uh, was it you that said this to me or somebody else? Uh, not a guy that I picked to be my like second in command. It couldn't be, right? It wasn't me that said that. No. Oh, somebody said that to me today. Yeah. I had so many conversations. Yeah. <laughs> that... Uh, that was one point. Like, can I expand this a little bit? Because yeah. I, I, I'm having a really tough time at this myself. Penn State, it's not something I really care about. But with the whole Joe Paterno thing, I think it's really disgusting that he, you know, covered up for Sandusky. But then Monday night, I was watching WWE Raw with, uh, mm. you know, Triple H, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, who's the right. son-in-law of Vince McMahon, who's going through all this. And you got to wonder, how much did Triple H know? Right. Did he cover up? Should he have the same kind of, you know, reputation that someone like Joe Paterno has? Well, the difference is, come on now, wrestling, you know, we have an expectation of stuff that's not so good, right? Yeah, you, you get that. But Penn State, and here, the thing with Vince McMahon, as bad as it is, it was a woman who may have been consenting at some point, I guess, versus young kids in the locker room, etc. And it just uh, shocked. I mean, I still don't know how Sandusky gets his pension, which is extensive. I don't think he should have. All right, so eight five five eight three nine. So we got some pushback on our YouTube.com slash at twelve ten WPHT. Yes, Shelly writes uh, writes uh, Joe uh, reported it up the chain of command. Oh he my reported God, Sandusky, oh, let's God. get this straight. My, my, you know, you know what, Dan? With all due respect to Shelly, because we've been through this before. I'm sorry to cut it off. You got to understand something. You know this at least, and Shelly, you should know this. There's no chain of command with Joe uh, Paterno. Are you getting that? Joe Paterno was bigger than God as Penn State football coach. Joe Paterno, technically, Dan, had a duty to report that. And people think that's good enough. When, If you're reporting Sandusky's raping young boys, you think reporting it up to the chain of command is good enough. We got that before a lot. Shelley uh, continues and says, uh, well, responding to what you just said, Sandusky should have had his pension taken away 100% agree. Okay. Uh, and Mangle, on the other side of things, says, Joe knew and did nothing, in my opinion, that makes you just as guilty. Well, not, he's not just as guilty, but okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, Dan, I heard that argument before. He reported it up the chain of command. What do you want him to do? Negating why Joe Paterno at one point was beloved and bigger than life Dan, they wanted him to be governor of the state. He doesn't have a chain of command at Penn State. If Joe Paterno, at certain points in his career, went public and said, you know, I'm having trouble with the president of Penn State University. Oh, my God. That guy be hiding under his desk. Come on. <sighs> it's not like he has a worry about 
his job being lost. Yeah, I'll tell Dan the story. It's the one time in my life I didn't do a debate. I was debated by a former, I uh, wanted to be a former talk show host to debate Franco Harris about Joe Paterno at Penn State. <laughs> and um, as much as I, yeah, as much as I wanted to do it, you know, I was not given the resources to get a dozen guys with no necks. And uh, maybe shotguns to go there. Did you add a condition that you had to be trucked by uh, Franco Harris at some point during the event? Yeah. <laughs> Just runs right through. Well, they wanted to do it at Penn State, Dan. I said I would do it here. Even though, you know, you can imagine the Penn State people there. And, and look, you're at risk. They don't care about this. They're, they're bigger than life. It's a, a ridiculous situation that's going on. They're in a part of the state where they can dominate. They even have their own ice cream. You know, that's all part of the story. It's not just Paterno. So how do these guys get? They can be meeting secretly, violating the open meetings thing, to uh, start to uh, push to name the football field after paternity. While the board and university officials are hesitant uh, to do this, the uh, trustees, this one group of trustees, is adamant about doing this. Um. You know, I'd like to ask about this. I'd like to ask Josh Shapiro about this. That would be maybe the guy or Bob Casey Jr. So let's see if people say, yeah, it's time. It's 12 years. 855-839-1210. All right, let me uh, give you the side question. Got a lot of other stuff going on nationally today. Um, This is a tricky thing by Putin, Dan. Putin says that Biden is better for Russia than Trump because he's more predictable. Now, I would agree that Trump <laughs> is the wild card. Kind of bad. Yeah. But Putin is probably thinking, yeah, if I say Biden's better, people are going to reject Biden, <laughs> he's thinking, and vote for Trump. That's what I'm thinking he's thinking. It's like the old game we play with, like, I'm yeah. Brown when we bring him on. It's like, I can either endorse you, I can endorse against you, whatever helps you more. <laughs> That's what I always say. And the, the other thing about it is that um, I think he probably wants Biden there more than he wants Trump there, even though he would make Trump believe, you know, they get along and all that. He wants Biden there because he's weak. But notice the games he's playing, whether he's ham-handed or not. He said that on Russian TV. All right, let me give you the uh, side question, 855-839-1210. You get on board. I'm coming to your calls. Today is the day Dan found this in 1927 when Clara Bow starred in a film, It. You know, I didn't know that, and I knew about uh, uh, Clara. She became the It girl. I thought it was something else she did or something. So we want to <laughs> no, know. That's quite literally the name of the movie she was in. It, yeah, we want to know. Who you think is probably one of the it boy or it girls of our time right now? Now, of course, don't go running to your phone with Taylor Swift. You know, you're not going to win with that. That's off the board. I'll take uh, Mahomes off the board and Newsom. What do you think Newsom is or not? You know, he's a golden so boy. So are we doing it, it people of their own genre, of their own career, or are we doing just current Across it people? Across the board, current it people. Can it be past it people, that they were oh, the it sure. person at one point yeah, in their let's, career? Yeah, let's broaden it, just so we can give a okay. wide berth. Yeah. Well, let me think. Past people, who's the all-time? Well, there's one for radio that I think at one yes. point, this guy was the it person. Glenn Beck. Oh, yeah. 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 
Yeah, he was the it guy. Well, Rush was the it guy, but I would say Glenn was a close number two, and he's still around, but just not not as big now, right? Yeah. So uh, they're they're an it at one point in time. Yeah, we've really opened it up by bringing the dead in, I think here. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many I'm going to take off. How about another one? Yes, uh, Austin Butler played Elvis in the yes. recent film. He's uh, really doing some uh, Masters of the Air now. He's doing a lot. Right. That's a good one. Now, yeah. th- th- things like Elvis, obviously, or Frank Sinatra, you know, they're big. That's not going to win. I get your point. They are the it person of the ages. So how about yours, Dan? I think Austin Butler. Austin I'll take. Butler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He also had the other one. Um, mm. You know, I'll have more for you. I'll have more for you in a second. Okay. Yeah. All right. 855-839-1210. That's how you get in. I'm amazed. It's 12 years after the fact. Boy, it seems like yesterday we were debating Joe Paterno and the Sandusky stuff. Um, what is it with these trustees at Penn State that they don't get on this? Well, what what is it they're driving at? And to me, they're driving at the idea they have a lot of power and they're throwing their weight around. That's what they were doing before. So I hope this goes public. I want to see it. I, I want to see if people are on board with this. I mean, we have no reason to vilify Joe Paterno. I recognize his greatness, etc. Without a doubt. I told you I was a huge fan at one point. But to continue to say, well, bygones are by... Oh, come on. Ah, there's a great one, too. Joe Paterno was once the it guy of college football. Exactly. He was. Yeah, And the reason I th- said, Dan, he just didn't win, we believed, and with some degree... If you look it up, I mean, there were nuclear physicists. Uh, Mike Reed, I think, was a concert pianist, and he was playing defensive tackle. He still might be a concert pianist, or he may have retired. Danny Onkotz. You know, you had players who actually were students and were remarkable, and they were great football players. A lot of them were All-American. So, yeah, that's true. But what, what would it say at Penn State if you renamed the field Joe Paterno? It just says, hey, we can do what we want. Let's see if they go public, these trustees. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
Tom Time, welcome in. So, uh, uh, UK Daily Mirror, Dan, reporting two juveniles, or three juveniles, might be three. They, uh, Kansas City police are saying no terrorism, no homegrown terrorism. Uh, they say it's probably a dispute among two different parties there. And you mean to say we're still going to go with this nonsense, this outright nonsense about juveniles? Be lectured, oh my God, the poor little juveniles. These maniacs who went to the football game, according to this, and were involved in the dispute and opening fire, I guess, on each other. In whatever parties were involved. And you have 8 to 10 or 12 kids that were shot. One dead was a disc jockey in uh, female. I think a mom, 44 years of age. Yet, we have to continue with the whole juvenile stuff that we don't know anything here. It's so frustrating. Like, how do you get the mindset that it's at all okay to go into a crowd of people, especially right. at something so celebratory as a Super Bowl parade, an open right. fire because you see someone that you're, you know, of rivaling with or whatever the hell is going on here. It's it's nuts, Dom. It's, it's crazy. And, and the most fascinating thing is, I, I know you're probably going to go here, but the way that this was instantly turned into some kind of, you know, uh, commentary on the Second Amendment. Said, uh, well, they said it's a Second Amendment sanctuary state, Dan. In fact, you cut that. That's a good point. Who was it? Uh, was it Joy Reid? Joyless Joy? Uh, Massia here. Massia saying Missouri is a Second Amendment sanctuary state. Oh, yeah, yeah. But let's play that. CNN. Their rationale, and of course this is part of the Republican Party po- platform now, their rationale is let's make it as easy as possible for people to get guns so people are armed when these things happen. We see how quickly they happen. We see that police are on scene. It's not necessarily a guarantee and maybe not worth rolling back all of our gun regulations. I mean, Missouri is a Second Amendment sanctuary state, so they actually... Um, they passed a law a couple years ago that seemed to prohibit federal and state law enforcement officials from working together on cases that might be viewed as infringing on someone's Second Amendment rights. Wait, say that again? Yeah. Um, so they passed a law, a Second Amendment sanctuary law, that says you, the state and local law enforcement officials cannot actually enforce a federal gun control law. So because even it if might, Congress mm-hmm. passed, if they pass a new law, over Congress mm-hmm. to pass new gun laws, even if Congress passed a law, yes, in Kansas City, where this happened today, they would not be able to enforce that law. Correct. Well, first of all, cities in Missouri can't enforce their own gun laws. Only the state legislature can do that. Cities like Kansas City and St. Louis, which have very high rates of gun violence, have been trying, and we did. All right, let's stop it right the there because the, 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 now, now she's going all over the place. This is exactly what Philadelphia wants. They want to blame the state. They want to take away your right to have a Second Amendment privilege that might save your life versus a bunch of deranged juveniles who obviously, if juveniles, have no right to possess those weapons. So it's not easier to get weapons. These are illegal weapons, either ghost guns or something else. And I want everybody to have the right to protect themselves against maniac kids who have been allowed to get away with murder, go to a celebratory event, And because of a dispute, they're looking for each other and open fire and wound all these people. Apparently, these women on CNN don't seem to see that point. They don't understand you might want to be able to shoot one of them before they shoot even more people. Oh, that doesn't seem good. Charles Barkley. Look, Barkley's entertaining, without a doubt. He's entertaining because he can say, Dan, also, whatever the hell he wants. I've interviewed him up close. He was very good with kids. So I'll give him credit for that. I was still teaching. 
we were asking celebrities what they read. We got to get inside a Sixers practice, Dan, if you can imagine. Today you wouldn't get in there. Oh, that's amazing. And we have uh, footage. I'm uh, trying to do the interview or setting Did you inter- challenge anyone to a free throw contest? Uh, I would have. Dr. J was right there. I oh, know yeah? I could beat him. Yeah. Oh, no, you could not. And all of a sudden, <laughs> it's like one. a three-on-three thing. Barkley breaks loose and is headed toward the basket. Oh, We're man. standing under the basket trying to film this. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's scary. Oh, it was scary. When he was in shape, he still was heavy then. But the speed and the liftoff of Barkley, I've never seen anything like that. And he was a nice guy talking about what he reads. That's what I've heard is he's a very nice guy. Yeah, but when it comes to stuff like this, here's Barkley with um, Gail King last night on CNN about the Chiefs parade mass shooting. Yes. Gail, it should be hard to get guns. Mm-hmm. Like You're I'm, a gun owner. I'm a gun owner and I'm a gun guy, but it should be hard to get a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, with the technology we have today as far as learning everything you did in your life, mm-hmm. you should not be able to go in a store and get a gun in 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. You should not be ordering those ghost guns uh, on the Internet. But you believe, though, Charles, in the right for people to own guns. You have I do, but it should be hard to get them. To get it, yeah. Yeah, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Well, this is not a fair question to you, but if a well, normal person went into, let's say, hypothetically, a Mercedes-Benz dealership, yeah. yeah, they wouldn't let them say, hey, I'll just take whatever you tell me. I can afford it. They would do a comprehensive background check yeah. on a car. Right, right, you don't right. think Watch. we should do that with guns? Yeah. We should do it. And, and I, I'm not trying to simplify it. I'm not trying to be flippant. But I can't walk in a, in a Mercedes-Benz dealership and say, I'll take the best one you got. They're like, well, we need to see some bank records and what kind of job you got and everything. It should at least be that on guns. But you know what's oh my God. All right, Dan, enough. <laughs> enough. You just, somebody's got a whisper <laughs> in his ear. This, this is just ridiculous stuff. Ridiculous stuff here. So it's juveniles here. How do they have a right to have those guns? They don't. And probably some kind of gang dispute, something of that nature. They're shooting each other. And the lady on CNN doesn't want you... She wants you just to have to rely on the police. That's not going to work. It didn't work yesterday. You may be in a situation for 30 seconds to a minute in which you'd have to defend all the people around you and yourself. And of course, you have the right to do that. We all don't have bodyguards like Charles Barkley and Gail King and, you know, whoever else that are armed and can do that. All right, let's go to Lori and Ringo's here. Early call from her today on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Lori, welcome in. Hi. Hey, Dom. Hi, Dan. I'm eating my lunch in the Uh-oh. car. Okay. Uh, going back to the preschoolers shortly. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I, I just want to say uh, the, the library at Penn State, the main library, yes. is still still named after Joe Paterno. It's the Petit and Paterno Libraries. It's like two buildings sort of. Um, yes. joined together. So it's it, he still has that to his name, which I would say is more than enough. My son goes there, and um, last summer someone approached him. I don't know where we were. We were not at Penn State. We might have been down the shore. An older gentleman, and he said, you know, I really feel, because my son was wearing, like, Penn State gear, and, and he said, I, you know, Joe Paterno got a raw deal and everything. He really got treated poorly, you know. So my son, after, you know, we talked with the guy for a minute, and my son said, well, he still has the library in his name. My son says to me after the guy was gone, like, Mom, Joe Paterno is as guilty 
as as Jerry Sandusky. Like that's that that is, I think, a lot of young people's uh, feeling. Maybe a lot of people's feelings. And I just tried to differentiate. It's kind of what you said. I said, look, if it were me, Jerry Sandusky would be swinging from the end of a, a rope, and I'd have pulled the lever. Joe Paterno should have been in jail for the rest of his life, but he didn't do what Jerry Sandusky did, but he was complicit yeah. by hiding it. Well, and, so and Laurie, is, I tried yeah. to create that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got you. I'm sorry, but Laurie, the library part, it's with his wife, too. They did contribute heavily toward all mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, I wouldn't go, oh, no, we got to take it off mm-hmm. that now. You're right. It's like a, a compromise here. But 12 years yeah. after the fact, you're not going to rewrite history here. And that's what they're trying to do. Yeah, nothing else should be named after him or anything. It just shouldn't. Because, you know, that that is just kryptonite. It's the one thing you don't, you, if you see it, you have to call it. you you got to call it out it, with every fiber of your being. Yeah, exactly. Lori, who's your uh, it person? It's my it guy girl. So it's Harry Styles. Okay. He used to be um in, he used to be the lead singer for One Direction and now, you know, he's been out on his own for several years, but like he's well, always makes intriguing comments about his sexuality and um I think he's dated a lot of hot women. He's also been I think on the cover of like a, a major fashion magazine wearing a Gucci dress. I mean, oh, well, he's just that. like yes. his Fashion. He is the it girl for fashion. Oh, boy. That is really <laughs> outside the box. That's a great answer, Lori. Thank you, Lori, as always. Well, she's a heck of a... Yeah, Lori. All right. Harry Styles. I got to ponder that one. Uh, living or dead? We've opened it up to that. My God, the answers we'll get. Sir, we've never done this before, though. I mean, who sees Clara Bow Day, the it girl? I didn't even know that. I just thought she was called the it girl because people got it when you say, oh, that's it. That person... That Borowski has it. What is it? So I pulled up uh, the the It Girl Wikipedia page, which has some It Girls that they list as the It Girls for the 2020s. Okay. Um, One being Olivia Rodrigo, American singer. Oh, yeah. Um, Another being Zendaya. Okay. Um, But most of them, and this is fascinating to see because... By definition, the it girl is a socialite. Um, you know, it's a person mm. who is seen in the social scenes of the elites and all, and uh, kind of pops up in random places. And in the 2000s, uh, you had some names, 2010s, Kat Marnell, Petra Collins. But 2020, it's a lot of uh, South Korean individuals, and I think that's because of the girl groups. They're really kind of taking over the pop scene. Well, the all-timer who has faded, but I you know, told you I covered that, Paris Hilton. Ah, uh, yes. That, That's she a great, was, great one. You know, another way of thinking is some of them are famous for being famous. Yeah. You know, that's <laughs> All right. It's so. strange that the Wikipedia doesn't list Paris Hilton, but it lists her sister, Nikki Hilton. Yeah, I know. Or uh, is it her sister? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Video. She was pretty it, but Paris Hilton was. Yeah, she was. The epitome of the whole thing. Yeah. Nicole Richie, too. Nicole Richie with her, yes. All right, 855 839 1210. Uh, you can uh, get on board. One eye we have in the Fulton County case with the uh, boyfriend, alleged boyfriend of Fannie Willis. This is not going to end well for him or Willis based upon today's testimony. And it's going to make it very hard to prosecute President Trump on that by the time they square. I'll say this. I don't see the Fulton County case in any way, shape or form starting before the nomination, if not the election. So that one, I think, is down. The Alvin Bragg case, that's the one where there's no way on that. It might ding Trump, the Stormy Daniels case, reputationally, but it's not going to sink him 
in a legal sense. So we're down to Jack Smith is what it's coming down to. Time to your Dano show. Uh, uh, not a little birdie. A big bird flew into our windows here, which I don't even know if you can open anymore, so you can't even <laughs> open them to let them fly in to tell me stuff. With, uh, with inside knowledge of this board, three members of Shabiro's cabinet, Dan, sit on the board. Were they in this meeting? Uh, Secretary of Agriculture, Secretary of Conservation and Natural Resources, and the Secretary of Education. The governor also nominates six other members on staggered terms. So um, you would hope that the Philadelphia Inquirer now would ask Josh Shapiro what he thinks about this, wouldn't you think? Except, uh, you know, maybe they're only going to ever ask him anything. If I run it for president, Josh, shouldn't they be asking this? The claim is that Graham Spanier, too, might still be on the Pennsylvania PSU payroll, the former president. I got to look into that. And the figure was up to 500,000. That can't be. That can't be. I mean, where's all the reporting on this stuff? I'm not making it up, Dan. Google that. Graham Spanier, doctoral thesis, uh, wife swapping. I don't think it was marriage. I misspoke. It's. I think it's wife uh, swapping. In the Midwest. I don't know. How do you get to be president of Penn State if that's your doctoral thesis? Kind of strange, don't you think? It illuminates the understanding of swinging or mate swapping, an increasingly common form of extramarital sexual activity. A theoretical formulation argues that swinging is a form of extramarital sexual activity which serves to define as good and acceptable a behavior that in other forms and in the past has been considered deviant or immoral. Stratified area probability sample of 579 married adults was drawn from a Midwestern community of 40,000. Areas investigated included community knowledge and perception of swinging, values of respondents with regard to participation in and acceptance of swinging, and the incidence of swinging in the community. There's more if you want me to keep going. Wow, they got 579 people who were adults, yeah, in on this in a community of 40,000. Wow, wow, that Graham Spaniard, that guy knows where to go. I could say, hey, we're going to uh, PR. Well, hold on. I think the sample was 579 married adults, but right. over half the respondents only knew about mate swapping, and less than seven percent of the sample would consider participating. Okay. All right, that's, you know, given the time. It's still, uh, you know, kind of a curious thing. A lot of upside-down pineapples in the Midwest. Yeah, uh, kind of a curious thing that that would be the president of Penn State. All right, um, so what is the inquiry? Jay Paterno, Dan, is also a member of the elected alumni of the board, I'm told. So you see all the stuff that's lining up here. Good on the inquire that they broke this, and apparently this was the secretive meeting. Did they think across Penn State, across Pennsylvania, people are going to go, oh, yeah, let's let's go down that path? Lori hit it best. Joe Paterno's name with his wife is on the library. I wouldn't take that off. They contributed a lot. They did a lot. Her name is on it, too. Okay. He wasn't charged, though. The others were charged and went to jail that were in this chain of command. So... The compromise. Why go back? Because they want to believe Joe Paterno was framed. They don't want to look at the damage that was done by this maniac, by Sandusky, and that he was allowed to go forward with this. That's the shocking part. If people had taken action, we would have said they were heroic. You know, it's got to be tough. This guy was the valued. Dan, you know that Penn State is linebacker U, right? Yeah. 
you know who the linebacker guru was. Sandusky. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they didn't think it was strange. He was always bringing 12 and 13-year-olds on, on trips that were not his son or anything like that. <sighs> That's a little, you know. Let's go to uh, Sam in Boyertown. Sam's on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Sam. Hey, Don. How are you today? Good, Sam. So my thought on that is, no, I don't think Joe's name should be on the stadium. Uh, in all reality, there was a lot of money to lose when this all came out, and people may have looked at it a little different um, when it came out saying, you know, look what's going on there. With with that being said, Joe knew something about it, and he should have did the morally right thing and said something. If he was afraid to lose his career in, in, in the public, he would have been a hero, and he could have got a job coaching football anywhere he wanted. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, 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 to- yeah, I don't know about losing money if they went – once they overlooked it a little bit in the beginning, then you have trouble. But once they had a reasonable sense of it, Sam, they would have been seen as, yeah, they did the right thing. We would have said, look, they realized it could be damaging to the institution. They didn't care and they went for it. They would have been more heroic, I think. I agree 100%. I think I think you got to do the right thing, especially when it comes to kids. No matter what, what life brings to you, you got to do the right thing. And, and Joe didn't do the right thing. I mean, I'm a Penn State fan. I like Joe Paterno, but when it comes down to that, I, I think he played his cards wrong on that one. Did you remember the moment uh, when Penn State seemed to be, you started to hear troubling stories? Uh, if you're a Penn State fan, you remember when they would be 12-0, and 11-1, playing Alabama, yes. beating Alabama, and yet having unbelievable students, at least some of them were, on their team. I do remember some of that. I do remember the great days when they were undefeated or one loss and, and stuff like that. But, yeah, I, I'm i a fan. I don't know. Um, as I got older, I kind of got more responsibility. I didn't follow football that much. But when I was younger, I, I, remember, I remember them being a great football team. Absolutely. Thank you, Sam. Thanks for a great call. Yeah, I don't want to say the guy's name. I'll tell Dan. But, Dan, when I saw them bring this guy in and I knew enough about it and there were reports, I'm saying, oh, once once you got in the Big Ten, Penn State just couldn't routinely beat up on teams. If Penn State were an independent in the East now, it's kind of like Notre Dame. Notre Dame plays one or two games a year, really. The rest of the time, you ever see who Penn, uh, Navy plays? I mean, uh, Penn State, Dan. They're playing Navy and all. I mean, what are the odds? Navy starting guys at 230 or so, an offensive uh, line, you know? Penn State, uh, Notre Dame's got eight guys that are going to at least get drafted or get a tryout in the NFL that are 280, 300, you know? It's, it's, uh, they play a national schedule. They play USC. They play maybe one or two others. Yeah, if you want to have football, if you go to the uh, SEC, God. God knows what goes on there. All right, 855-839-1210. Take some more calls. Hit us with a person who is or was the it person, male or female. Any more good ones on Twitter, Dan, that you like? Uh, Pulling it up now, Dom. Let me see here. Uh, Yeah, here's a good one from uh, Leslie from Fishapine. Uh, She can can call in and claim it, but how about Octomom? Yes, Octomom was all over the place for a while. She really was an it girl for, Uh, for... and I read, a couple sto- hours there. I read stories that Octomom was apparently a pretty decent mother at one point. 
Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I you can Google it. I, I vaguely remember that. It wasn't as wild as it was to have eight kids. A little out of the box from Head of Lettuce, but another great answer, Enola Gay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. 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 Well, kind of yeah. works, right? Yeah, sure. Tom Giordano's show. Great stuff today. Uh, breaking news. Two things. And I'll develop it after the 1 o'clock because I want to get to some of these callers. One, legal analyst who often is on MSNBC and CNN amplified the point I made at the top of the show. The testimony today by a witness indicating that Fannie Willis and the boyfriend prosecutor, their relationship dated back to 2019, would contradict what Fannie Willis has stated under testimony that it was later 2021 or thereabouts. Uh, that would effectively knock her out of this case, and I believe throw this case out. That's the developing as we speak. On the Stormy Daniels trial front with Alvin Bragg, what's happening there is that a judge has ruled uh, against Trump's uh, presidential immunity, uh, et cetera, And that trial is slated to start on March 25th. I'm not sure if Trump has a couple of other cards on that. Now, could Trump be convicted in that one? They're trying to gussy it up as election interference, as opposed to what we know now with Stormy Daniels and what went on, and people have made their judgment on that. Are people going to say, though, if he is convicted of something, even in that case, I can't vote for him now? I don't think so. So the Fannie Willis case, I think, is over. The New York case has already been litigated. It's about Stormy Daniels and the payout. The Mar-a-Lago case is the one that I worry about the most, but uh, the trial judge there, appointed by Trump, there have been a lot of rulings that seem to be helpful. The one that could still happen in May is the uh, Jack Smith case, January 6th. So the good news for Trump is some of this is starting to clear up, but there are still major cases out there. Uh, Let's go to Richard in Westchester. Hey, Richard, afternoon. Aloha. Aloha, Richard. I I went to Penn State in 1972 for the sole reason of the football program and Joe Paterno. I mean, that's when it's at its height. And they sold themselves as the uh, the the true the true athletes and the true college athletes of the day with their with their squeaky clean program until it all fell apart in in twenty twelve uh, when when all this came out. Well, wait, wait a minute. I, I, I think, following... I th- wait a minute. I think up to that point, though. Uh, well, back in the day, like say the late sixties, early seventies, I think they did have great players who were great students. Oh my God! They they did they they the the the, uh, the football players were actually looked up to on on the campus yeah. at the time. Yeah. The uh, but it, did you follow the Mark Stein trial, the defamation trial? Yes. I mean the true the true nature of Penn State came through in that trial. The devious and the mendacity, and I wonder if Graham Spanier is practicing his his dissertation in jail. <laughs> no, well, I think he's out now. I think he might be getting paid by Penn State still. Uh, Richard, do you have an it person? Betty Boop. That's a yes, Ooh, absolutely. Wow. Back yeah. in the day, let's take Jason in Hamilton, New Jersey. Hello, Jason. Welcome in. Hey, how's it going, guys? So, uh, you know, I just wanted to comment on the whole 
Zandusky and Paterno thing. I mean, I, they're definitely immoral with what the guy did is a tragedy. You know, I do have two teams, teams myself, boy and girl, but you know, I just kind of find it hard to believe that the parents of these kids, you know, these girls, they didn't notice anything. You know, I mean, I think a lot of them maybe were too worried about their social circles and their kids being Olympians and having the opportunity to win these medals while their kids are being, you know, molested. No, and, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Yeah. Let me let me correct that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The one kid that I remember, the main one, I think this broke. It was a single mom, lower right. income, and you know that Sandusky ran that uh, mile something charity for youth and did summer stuff and all. So you know, it was in character with him looking out for kids. This was a big charity at Penn State, Jason, and it's a single mom right, situation. Right. And uh, I don't know. Be outlets. There's got to be outlets, though, for kids to, uh, even at the school or somewhere, just to, to make a report, you know, like, hey, uh, or even yeah. just to notice that the kids' you know, sleep patterns are changing. They're not the same. Right. And, I mean, there's, there's, it could have it could have been ended. It could have ended, a lot, you know, a lot sooner. And then in regards to, like, taking his name off the uh, library, I mean, how many people are going to remember him in 20 years anyway? I mean, the guys, yeah, he's. I used to love watching him college football in 43. I mean, the big teams then, Florida State, all those guys back then. But it reminds me of the Sacklers, you know. We started the whole opioid crisis. You know, they took their names off the uh, all the museums that they formed in New York, you know. But, you know, I mean, those people will be, will be remembered because, you know, they killed a lot of innocent people in this world with their, you know, with, with their neglect on what they were putting in these, in these drugs. So Paterno, I mean, the guy has had his shine – I mean, I think if they move his name, it stinks. But what, what can you really do about that? You know, I Thank mean, you, Jason. Now, we're not going to move his name from the library, to be clear. I think it should stay there. They want to put it back on the field where 100,000 people come eight or ten times a year. All right, big one o'clock hour coming up. I want to flesh out a couple of these developments, one today, two of them, just in the last half hour. You're with Dom on Talk Radio 1210. Dom G. weekdays noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.